This podcast is a presentation of UCTV.TV, University of California Television. Like what you learn? Help others discover UCTV podcasts by leaving a comment or rating in iTunes. Good afternoon. Uh, my name is Pascal Gagneau, Carter Associate Director. When uh, Allison and Sheldon and I discussed the possibility of, of this uh, symposium, I immediately mentioned the Kennis brothers to them. Adre and Alphonse Kennis are you know, world-famous paleo artists from Holland. And I contacted them, and they kindly agreed to come. And we learned two weeks ago that due to a family tragedy, they couldn't. But luckily, we could convince them to answer about 15 questions for us in a brief uh, video, in a filmed interview, interspersed with some documentary footage that has never been shown before. So I hope you will enjoy the upcoming presentation. Adre and Alphonse Kennis telling us how they go about making such believable uh, recreations. We are Adre and Alphonse Kennis and we make uh, reconstructions of humans. And we started because we were very bad at school. We were not good in mathematics and we were not good in, uh, in, in reading. So the only thing we could do was making drawings of faces and about animals and everything. And the first, I show you one example, two examples of the first reconstruction we made. There are those two. On the left, for you on the right, you see, you see clearly uh, Cro-Magnon, this Cro-Magnon man. And on the, the left side for you, you see clearly a, a Peking man. And especially uh, when we came in, in the library, there were not so many books about uh, human ancestors. But one stick out, one uh, illustrator stick, uh, stick out. And there was this illustrator, Zenyak Buran, Burian, from Czechia. And he made this beautiful, we thought he made this beautiful, re rough reconstructions of, of mostly, for example, Neanderthals. And we, we, we were fascinated by it because we liked the characters, we liked the rough style. The we rough. went on vacation to, uh, with my parents, we went on vacation to uh, Germany and to Italy. And we, we traveled through this landscape, Burian often depicted, because Adrian and I weren't so fascinated by dinosaurs, because dinosaurs was much too alien, much too far. Away. We couldn't, uh, we couldn't. Reptiles have no character. And we could not imagine a world with only reptiles. We, well, we could imagine a world with, with, with humans in it and then with strange beasts in it like uh, woolly rhinos, cave bears, uh, even um, uh, cave lions. And we were fascinated by this world where people lived, primitive people walked around and uh, they could encounter uh, big lions, big, uh, big uh, mammoths.
how do you make reconstructions? First, you need uh, a skull. Uh, we often uh, get casts of, of skulls, or we made cast of cells, or if you, if, you, if you want to reconstruct the total body, we get uh, bags of all elements of pieces of mostly pieces of you human uh, human uh, uh, skeletons, and these pieces we try to put together to reconstruct in a complete skeleton and, ex- and for example here, here you got a, a, a skull and it's missing its face and we got only a couple of bits of, of, uh, of, of the face. So we look in our big spare part collection behind me. We have an enormous collection here on skulls. In the drawers are also postcranial stuff and are in it. Here you can get, get all kinds of, 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 of bones and, and pelvis pieces. We're gonna. It's our garage. On our garage. We're gonna look in our collection. What's what's is what type of human is this? How old is it? You have to know, of course. And what type is it? And then we look in our collection if we find other individuals from the same time frame. And then we're gonna look at it. What, what, what our, our bits? Uh, I, I have the, the same type of morphology. And then we try to to recreate. Uh, more or less the uh, 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 face. On, on, on yeah, this is skull. this the end result of the reconstruction of this face. So we use this this one as base. We have this part and all those loose parts, and then we create a new face. If you see carefully, you see that the maxilla there was here's the left maxilla of the, this face is put here in this part, and the nasal area we used also this some piece of atapuerca we use here. So we create. A new face, but nowadays uh, last reconstructions uh, are more are more made with uh, stereolithography. Uh, they made uh, they scan the bones, so it's not necessary we have to do this uh, to 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 make cast of the of the originals. So we scan the bones are scanned nowadays, and uh, we uh, at home uh, we we got a, 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 a 3D printer, and you can print out the bones without. Uh, without yeah, I have to use silicones on the originals. It's even t- today possible to to make a reconstruction from a, from a, from a skull who is still in situ, embedded in in calcite in the cave. This one is from Altamura, and we got the, the they they managed to scan the skull, skull in the cave, embedded in calcite. And then we printed out this skull, and then we were able to make a reconstruction. So this is the result of the skull, and you see these small packs here in the face, and those packs resemble the skin thickness in this part of the face. So if you see here on the cheeks, you see uh, bigger packs, longer packs, because there's a lot of more fat tissue and bigger muscles, especially here, of KKS. And this side, here you see the big mass eater, the, the mass eater muscle for chewing. And the big temporal muscle here, and the tube, and you see that this pack is rather long because the muscle is very thick. On the nose, the, the skin is very thin, and there are no muscles, not so much muscles on it, small ones. So you see the packs, the, the tissue thickness is very, is very small, it's very uh, not so big. To guide us with the reconstruction, and especially uh, uh, to choose the right muscle size and, 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 and how the muscles. Are we look at at uh, dead corpses? We uh, dissect dead corpses of uh, chimps, and also we can look at at, uh, at institutes where they have uh, uh, dead bodies of, of 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 people. So we can uh, recreate uh, recreate the muscle uh, muscles from from uh, modern humans. So th- these muscles guide us 
with the reconstruction of these in-between uh, human ancestors who are a little bit ape-like in the face, probably also, uh, especially the, the oldest ones, but become, become uh, more and more, more human-like, so we have to look more at, at the human, uh, of the human uh, muscles. imagine kijk, we, we live indoors all the time but nowadays people these people you must imagine people uh, 100 200 years ago people who work on, on the land work in the orchards and, and things uh, i know people who work on the farms they were in the summer they, were, they got tent very quick so people who live outdoors all the time and especially in the summer look pro- probably pretty dark and that's why on the Hanatals we uh, on the Hanatals we make all kind of uh, skin tests test, skin tests and this this one looks like a very like this this skin test is much too pale for a Neanderthal. It was just a test. It was a, a, it was a failure. We have hundreds of failures, but this is this one was too pale. And so uh, we try this not individual, but we try to do different colors uh, to make it darker, darker, darker. So it, it looks more like a guy who is uh, living outdoors all the time. We built our, our colors inside out. So we, we, use, we start with the darkest pigmentation, where real people maybe also have, the darkest spot, the darkest layers. And then we superficial work, layers, yeah. Yeah, the superficial layers. And then we make uh, color layer after layer, more layers. And because, why more layers? Because then you see nice uh, different colors in the face. You also see with this, this guy here, this, this is the guy from Jebel Irut. This is one of the first Homo sapiens, 300,000 years ago. If you see our skin color here, it's a bit... There's a variation of color. He is more orange. He is more, I mean, more purple, dark. He is more uh, blackish. So if you use more layers, it looks more realistic. In, in films and everything, you see this kind of stuff. These are very neat. Uh, these are the first Europeans from... Uh, come into, nee, the first Africans who come in, into Europe. They look very neat. look very uh, like a six-pack and, 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 and uh, muscled. Cliché, idealistic people. Also, the woman has the 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 clothes on the right spot. But why? If we look at if we see human evolution, we look at people, look at anthropological pictures, and we see like this kind of stuff, this kind of, this kind of. Why? Why not like this? Yeah, instead instead of this, instead of this, and these ethnographic photographs inspire us to 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 see how this ancient world of of a prehistoric man was. This is a world very long ago, uh, beyond, uh, mostly beyond our 
uh, or uh, imagination because we are uh, we Adrianai and, and a lot of people in this place are grown up in the Western world with a Western civilization. But this guy next to us looks for us a bit nearly alien for us compared with this with this uh, European guy. Strange, but for him. Uh, in his world, he's normal, and this is abnormal. Yeah. So we try, if we make, we're trying to make a reconstruction, we try to to gonna dive in this world. If we were maybe uh, in, we think, Western in, in a Western museum, if we think Western, you see his testicles are hanging under the shell. But if we put him in, in a normal museum, we put the shell over his testicles for sure. But <laughs> but this guy doesn't feel naked. This guy feels himself normal. He doesn't feel naked. He he stands like in his he, world. He, yeah. This in his world, there's a nice piece of uh, necklace here on his belly. Museum directors can have big problems with it to confront people who come to visit with children and families. Naked to this naked guy can have some problems. And our culture was uh, our culture was a hundred years or not a hundred years ago. It's also a bit weird because I, I don't. If you walk uh, on the streets uh, uh, this way nowadays, I think people would. Uh, it's not would, uh, that different. It's that, not that, a different that, that this guy. Yeah, we also do kind of um, contrast in contrast it. in it. If you see this nice picture of a nice woman, nice child is hanging on the breast, is a nice female, 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 female body, but suddenly if you see it under her face, she is smoking a cigarette, and this is a bit, bit it looks more like a male who's, uh, kind of cigarette, so you get two things in one, in one view, you get, you get a female like on the other side in this picture, and you get a male for a bust, yeah, but it makes nice contrast, and, then, and that makes it authentic. Smoking... to reconstruct a robust guy and we see also robust guys in ethnographic photographs then they don't stand robust they don't feel robust they don't stand as a hulk so this Neanderthal we uh, made the reconstruction you see it's very robust it's an enormous broad pelvis incredible broad pelvis short legs but he, he stands very relaxed he stands not as a hulk I'm strong I'm a strong man he can be shy he can be a shy guy he can be a shy Neanderthal and this, uh, we also make sure that he makes contacts. Uh, it was also a bit uh, nice to, uh, to do to that the, the reconstruction make contact with the visitor. So our reconstruction always look at you. So you get a really the thing you engage an ancestor, you engage somebody. Yeah, here we see an Homo sapiens, the earliest Homo sapiens. This Homo sapiens is 300,000 years old, it's from Jebel Irut. It has a a uh, rough haircut, it has a rough face, it has a strong body, but it's rather thin, but a strong body. So what we thought, we saw uh, pictures of females who are making themselves pretty. And we thought, why why could this guy make him, not make himself pretty? Put some stripes on his body. White stripes on his body. So he's doing kind of maybe a female thing, of what we think of a female thing. 
And but his head is very robust, so you have again nice contrast. This is the way how, how people stand and behave and stand if you have no pockets. You, you leave you leave your hands somewhere, and even very primitive old uh, human ancestors uh, walk erect. Had their hands free, but leave the, if they just staring at something, they leave their hands somewhere. And it's very interesting on ethnographic photographs to see where people leave their hands if they have no pockets. They do do the active pose, like hunting right. or like try making, to avoid it. Yeah. Try to avoid it, of, of making uh, tools because then you, you don't. They have, they have no connection with 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 hominid, uh, no connection with the public, and uh, you don't see the anatomy very well. We make a lot of uh, reconstruction. So for, for each time, for us, the, the, the face has to be uh, interesting. So what we normally like to do is building a contrast in the face and for over a kind of tension in the face. And for example here, uh, this child is a Neanderthal child, has a rather big mouth. She's a bit, little bit laughing at you, she's a bit, bit laughing, but it's not a complete easy Love, it's not completely easy to see. It's still hiding in the in in the face where the the laugh will burst out. But she's still in 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 a face in a face before. She's not laughing right out. The same have we, have we done with this face? This boy, this boy Neanderthal, a bit older, but she also he he's just he's not laughing right out. It's, it's, it's just there some, something starts to happen in this face. You can see two examples, some sketches, two sketches. Uh, they look very similar. It's a very nice face, a bit, bit wobbly, but there's it also a nice contrast in the face. You see, uh, for us, we, we think a rather aggressive nose with the nostrils turned up, up, upwards. Then maybe then we put some friendly eyes uh, above it and we give her a friendly smile. So we get a nice contrast with a bit aggressive like nose and a friendly smile. And sometimes we go too far. We can't go too far. This is not a sketch. And here uh, she puts the mouth a bit already open. But we think then... Uh, when we make this thing, this is too much because the mouth is open. You go and look now also at the nose and at the mouth, but the mouth is attracts too much attention from the nose. So that's why we prefer to do the mouth, mouth closed. So it's uh, you see nice contrast of the, of the aggressive nose and the friendly face. You've been listening to a podcast by University of California Television. For more information about this program or UCTV, visit us online at uctv.tv.